Hey everyone, my name is Erin, and this is Leading Like Her, a podcast that takes my experiences and the experiences of other amazing leaders and help us all take our leadership game to the next level. Think of me as your business bestie, guiding us both through the ups and downs of managing people and developing into the strong female leaders I know we can be. You probably know what you should do, but don't always know how to make it happen. I'm here to help us take that next step together. I'm not competing against you. I'm rooting for us. So let's get started. All right. Hello. I have a story for you guys today. I am wrapping up my first week here in Indianapolis. Oh my goodness. And you guys, this has been one of the most intense weeks of my life, personally and professionally. I ended a relationship in Seattle, a very happy and joyful relationship. And so I'm really feeling that. And on top of that, I'm starting a new job in a new city and just closed on my house. Yay! Right? But holy shit, has this week been stressful? And I want to share a story about another time in my life that was really stressful that ended with me in the hospital. (laughs) Okay. And it's a life lesson in checking in with your body and making sure that you're doing the things that your body needs to function properly in very intense or stressful times. Now, this was, I don't know, six or seven years ago, I had just started, again, a new job in a new city. I had moved about 20 minutes south of where I currently lived in the Seattle area. I was moving into a new apartment and starting a new job. And I was all in. I generally tend to just dive in, probably overextend myself, and really try to get to know the business. And I was going for it. On the same track, I was also starting a new workout routine. So I was trying to work out in the mornings, before work, get my workout routine in, then get into work, do my morning, you know, stuff there. And every morning at this company, we had a daily standup. And if you guys are in manufacturing, you probably know what that is. Even if you're not, most companies generally have some sort of daily check-in, right, with metrics, and each person gets to report out on their own metrics to make sure that we're on track and that we're having a good day. Well, I'm standing with everybody else, listening to everybody else go, and then I wasn't. Then I wasn't. And I came to, and I was on the ground, Um, kind of like hunched over myself and everybody's staring at me and I'm again, three weeks on the job, brand new on the job. And so my boss comes over and he's like, are you okay? And I'm feeling really disoriented, really dizzy. And my heart rate's really, really high. And I was like, no, I do not feel okay. This is not a normal feeling for me. I've never passed out before this isn't good. And he asked if I wanted to go to the hospital. 
And I said, yes. I, I really didn't know what was going on. I was like, am I having a stroke? Am I having a heart attack? Am I, what, what, what the hell's going on that I cannot stand up straight and I just passed out? So ambulance comes and they take me out on a stretcher. This is three weeks into my new job, right? I am embarrassed. I am freaked out and concerned. And my, all of the folks at work just want to make sure I'm okay, right? No one's embarrassed. No one's upset. No one's angry. But in my head, right, putting so much pressure on myself, I'm going, oh, my God, how am I going to get all my work done now that I'm going to the hospital, right? And so I get to the hospital. They run a bunch of tests. They check me out. They do all sorts of things. And there's, there's really not much wrong with me. They were like, you know, have you eaten today? What's your blood sugar like? You know, how's your work environment? And I kind of tell them what's going on. And they're like, okay, here's, it's probably a combination of things. They think my blood sugar was low because I worked out and I didn't eat enough before I came to work. And I do get migraines. That's something that I've suffered since I was a kid. And there are people that get what we call vestibular migraines, which means that you get vertigo. And... I've now realized that was my very first vertigo migraine. Okay. So they sent me home with Excedrin, some water and a note to rest. And I took that day and the next day just to recover. And yes, I did end up getting a blinding migraine. So all of the symptoms made sense. Right. But I started thinking about how I got there, right? Generally speaking, migraines are triggered by something. Some people eat too much chocolate, they get a migraine. Some people it's blood sugar or tension or stress. And for me, I have, I generally get migraines when I'm going through a very intense transition or a very stressful time. So if when there's a death in the family, when I'm starting a new job, when I have a fight with someone, when I've got, you know, a million things to do. Those things for me, when my blood pressure goes up, can trigger a migraine. And I wanted to share this today because I want to make sure that if you are a leader, if you're a new leader or you're someone that's taking on a new challenge, pay attention to your body. Pay attention to your health and make sure that you're doing what it takes to prioritize you, okay? I got a migraine this week. I had a vertigo migraine this week. I had a vertigo migraine in front of a customer this week, okay? Mid-sentence, I started getting dizzy and I started kind of wobbling a little bit, right? And yeah, you have that panic moment of, oh my God, what is this, right? Till you kind of start recognizing the signs of, you know, this is something that's happened before. And now that I know how to manage it and recognize it, you know, I make sure I have my Excedrin ready. I make sure that I'm drinking a lot of water and I take a little bit of time for myself just to make sure that my blood pressure is going down. But even if some of those things you can't avoid, 
you should know how to react to that. That is your body, that is my body telling me that I am pushing and I am doing too much in that moment, both mentally and physically, and I need to take a step back. Because if I continue to push and continue to not pay attention to those signals, I may end up in the hospital. I may end up on the floor. I may end up in a situation that really isn't ideal. And I want to live a very long and happy, productive life. And if I don't listen to those signals, I'm putting that at risk. And so there's a few things that I want to make sure that you're doing on a day-to-day basis, whether you lead people or not to make sure that you're taking care of yourself. And the first one is to make sure you're eating. Make sure you're eating. And I will tell you, I am a big fat freaking hypocrite (laughs) by saying that. I have a really bad habit of not eating breakfast. I don't like eggs. Shout out, does anybody else not like eggs? I feel like I'm the only person in the world that just cannot stand the taste and texture of eggs. And I'm really mad at myself about that because they're such good source of protein and a good source of cholesterol and fat, but I, I can't stand them. I just, I don't even like fried rice where you can see the egg. Like it's just, ugh, right? So what options does that leave me for breakfast? Like carbohydrates, bagels, waffles, pancakes, right? And I'm not generally someone that likes sweet things. And For a long time, I used that as an excuse to skip breakfast. And until someone, one of my my coaches, my nutrition coaches or someone online was like, breakfast is just the first meal of the day. It doesn't have to be standard American breakfast food. And at that point, a light bulb went off and I started having chicken breast or stir fry or, you know, something that I enjoyed eating as my first meal of the day. And... I feel so much better when I do that. And I didn't do that this week. I'm living in a hotel. I'm on a really tight timeline. I've been getting up early. We've been working very long days. And I am not eating enough. And the things I am eating, honestly, are freaking garbage, right? They're things from Panera, which Panera is fine. It's not great. Um, you know, things from other delivery services because we want something quick and I cannot wait to get into a kitchen next week and be able to cook for myself and, and get out of that habit, right? Make sure you're eating enough calories. I don't care what diet you're on, what nutritional goals you have, make sure that you're eating and, and oh my God, I can't speak this morning and feeding your body and your brain to to make sure that you're making logical sound decisions without that hangry feeling. I don't know about you guys, but when I'm hangry, I tend to like go off the rails a little bit and I can start getting snippy, I can start getting snappy. People realize it, right? We all know that Snickers commercial. But when you're starting out in a new position like I am and you have new folks that are around you and don't know you, that's probably not something that you want to share. <laughs> so moral of the story is eat. Make sure you're eating enough, especially during your work day. 
The second is sleep. And I know people that love to brag that they can only function on four hours of sleep or five hours of sleep. I'm not that girl. I need like eight to nine hours of sleep a night. If I don't get that, I'm basically a raging bitch after a day or two. Yeah, I, I need sleep. I need comfortable sleep. I need uninterrupted sleep. And I have a feeling that for most of you, that's also the case. And I'm very advantaged and very privileged that I don't have children and can get that sleep whenever I want. So I totally understand and acknowledge that the moms out there are probably laughing at me right now. Like, yeah, right. Nine hours of uninterrupted sleep. But do the best that you can. And do the best that you can in the situation that you're in to get as much sleep as possible at night. Because that resets your brain and it resets your body and it's a time for your body to repair itself. And if you miss out on that, you're only adding additional stress every day that you don't get that sleep. And again, that can trigger migraines, that can trigger panic attacks, that can trigger so many different things that no one wants to deal with. And so eating and sleeping are like basic things that all humans need to do in an adequate amount. And if you don't do those things, you may end up in the hospital, just like I did. Third and last is set boundaries, okay? I was a young and hungry engineer who happily was working 12, 14 hours a day, some days, to try and get the job done. And I was burning myself out. I was getting in too early, I was staying too late, and there really wasn't a need for it at the time, right? And even today, even now, this is the first week at a new job, I am working long hours. Those long hours are probably gonna last for the next six months to a year, right? And so number one and two, that eat and sleep, is gonna become a lot more important as I work these longer hours. But that doesn't mean that I don't set boundaries. That I make sure that if I make plans with someone for dinner, that I get out early enough to be on time for that dinner. And that I make sure that I can get my workout in in the morning without waking up at 2 a.m., right, in order to get it done. Set boundaries and stick to those boundaries. And if you need to have a conversation with your boss or your employees or the people around you, then do that. Again, you can't get what you don't ask for. So make sure that those boundaries are set very clearly for your own physical and mental health. Because nobody wants vertigo migraines. Nobody wants panic attacks. Nobody wants low blood sugar and risks of diabetes and risks of all of these other ailments that could really be avoided in a lot of situations. So don't be like me. <laughs> make sure you're eating, make sure you're sleeping, make sure that you know the signs and symptoms of when your body doesn't feel right. And make sure that when you get those signals that you do something about it. Either you go to the doctor if it really, really doesn't feel right, or you set some time to dedicate to yourself 
to lower that blood pressure, take a yoga class, go to acupuncture, sit and watch a movie, right? You take that time to acknowledge that maybe you need a little bit of rest. So don't push your body to the limit. Don't do it. Not at work. Push your body to the limit physically, you know, during events, during big 5Ks, during marathons, during hiking events, during Spartans, whatever it is. Go ahead and push your body to the limit at that point. That's a healthy thing to do. Do not push your body at work to the point where you are so stressed out and so just physically exhausted that you're not going to be effective because then it's going to affect your performance at work. It's going to affect your performance at home and no one wins, right? So that was my story for today. I was really embarrassed to be carried out on a structure and it ended up just being a migraine, but I didn't know that. And I'm glad that I got checked out for it. So again, make sure you're listening to yourself. And if in doubt, go get checked out. Oh my God, that rhymed. Okay. I apologize for that. That was not intentional. (laughs) All right. I'm going to leave you with that today. I hope you have a wonderful week and I'll talk to you later. Take care. Thank you so much for tuning in to Leading Like Her. If you liked this episode, share this podcast with another amazing woman in your life and tag me in an Instagram story at Leading Like Her so I can personally thank you. Check out leadinglikeher.com for new episodes, guest bios, and additional resources to help inspire and motivate you to grow your leadership talents. Remember, you've got this girl. I'll talk to you soon.